Do you believe in love at first sight? Well, At Second Glance tells the story of three independent women who have to face the hard facts of what happens when you rush into love. Storm, Dee, and Tajana will take you on a fun journey of adventures of sisterhood, love, and deceit. I didn't mean to make you feel uncomfortable or anything. I just like to admire an attractive woman when I see one. I'm Desmond, but you, you can call me Des. I'm Storm. I took another sip of my drink and reached out to shake his hand. His grip was firm, like a man with a mind made up. Welcome to the At Second Glance podcast, which is a limited series based on national best-selling book, At Second Glance by Simone Kelly. Thanks for listening. Journal, January 7th. And I'm back. About time, right? Well, I have a good excuse. I'm having the time of my life. I just hope that this time I can meet Mr. Right instead of Mr. Hell No. Brett told me to loosen up and have some fun, and that's exactly what I'm trying to do. Dee is out here hoeing as usual and driving me nuts. She's not a pretty sight to see after a few Bahama Mamas. Well, now, where should I begin? Okay, Saturday, the boat dropped off in Jamaica, and we went snorkeling and then to a barbecue on the beach. We'd already been to the Bahamas and Turks and Caicos. The sand and the water was so beautiful. What a change from New York's murky dark waters. It feels like 100 degrees out here by the pool, but I'm loving it. My tan is dark and stunning if I do say so myself. Yesterday we went to Duns River Falls in Ocho Rios. You get to actually climb this waterfall. It was so slippery going up that most people hired guys to take them up to the top. Dee and I tried to front like we could do it on our own. She lost her grip on a rock covered in green moss and some guy pulled her up, saving her from falling. She sprained her ankle but the guy was so kind and helped her get down to the beach area. He was about 6'3", cocoa brown, bald, with a body to kill. His teeth were so straight. You know how I like a man with good teeth. Later that day at Duns Rivers, Dee wanted to find him to thank him again and I just wanted to find him. Unfortunately, we didn't see him again. We assumed he was on another cruise or tour, but I just couldn't forget that smile. When our shuttle bus arrived back at our ship, guess whose bus pulled up behind ours? Dee already pointed out that he was my type, so I knew I wouldn't be stepping on my girl's toes. Plus, you know Dee and her big belly men. <laughs> Disgusting, I tell you. There's no mistake in that he's definitely my weakness. Big, bald, brown, and beautiful. As we were walking up the ramp of our huge cruise ship, I thought, here's my chance to get my Mac on. So I looked at him with my eyes, tilted my shades down, and said, well, aren't we lucky to have a superhero in our midst? Mr. Beautiful gave me a small crooked smile and a nod. His cornball friend wearing a tight-ass muscle shirt seemed to pay more attention to me. I couldn't believe it. My superhero gave me this ghetto head nod like he was saying what's up to one of his boys or something. Then he had the nerve to keep walking up the ramp. I was humiliated already, but of course Dee had to add her two cents to make me feel even more desperate. She goes, I can't believe you just played yourself like that. You gotta let him come to you, girl. Besides, there are plenty of men on this boat, she mumbled. Okay, well maybe she was right. And yes, there are plenty of good-looking, educated, good job having men on this ship. I didn't need to follow after anyone, but I kept hearing his little voice whisper, don't let this one get away. 
Well, I'll have to fill you in and let you know what happens when I get back. I'm about to take a shower and rest up for tonight. The ship is throwing a huge party at the embassy ballroom, so you know I got to get cute in case I bump into him again. Well, I'll keep you updated. Until later. Peace. I started a journal just for this trip, since I thought it would be fun to look back on years later. Sitting down and writing my thoughts is such a freeing exercise. I wish I had time to do it every day. I closed my journal and looked up at the long to-do list I brought, somehow expecting I'd be motivated to work. I had a lot to do. I packed my sketch pad in my beach bag, hoping I'd get some inspiration in my new environment. But who was I kidding? This was my time to relax and reflect on my life, not think about a damn thing else. Can you try to have fun for once, Stormy? Brett begged me after he dropped me off at the airport. My play big brother always watched over me and wanted me to stop being such a workaholic and let love back into my life. Even though he was sort of a womanizer himself, he still felt there was a good guy out there for me. But I was terrified to get hurt again, to trust again. He helped me through all of my heartaches, and I really didn't want to cry on his shoulder yet again. So falling in love was not on the agenda. A good time was. So far, I've been able to meditate for 10-minute stretches each time I was on the beach or at the pool deck. Back home, quiet time isn't the easiest thing to find, with clients and models running in and out or the phone ringing off the hook. Being away from it all has helped me a lot. I've been able to take a step back and look at my life to see what I was doing and where I wanted to go. I'm trying to practice positive visualization, something I learned from a magazine article. It said to sit still, block everything else out, and picture yourself in the happiest moment of your life, even if it is just a fantasy. I always pictured myself on stage taking in the applause after showing my latest collection in my spectacular fashion show. My handsome husband would be in the audience with our two-year-old daughter clapping. The cameras would flash and buyers from huge department chains would be waiting to bid on my collection. Whenever I step out of my future dream, I become stressed thinking about my office without me there to run it. But I have to remember, Charmaine and Selman are holding it down while I'm gone. We know Charmaine, the drill sergeant, won't let anything go wrong. Onyx party promotions always throws the hottest parties and weekend getaways for a handsome crowd of people of color. Dee and I have been going to Onyx parties for years. So I had been looking forward to catching up on old times with her. This cruise was the first and the highest caliber getaway they've ever planned. After writing in my journal, I felt drained from the sun and decided to cool down with the pina colada before going to the cabin for a shower. I kept moving my bikini strap to the side to see the contrast of my skin tones. I rubbed on more tanning lotion because I wanted to get darker. I left my juicy novel and my notebook in the lounge chair to save me a spot by the pool. I picked up my sarong wrap and tied it around my waist, then gathered up my damp hair in a ponytail. Although I did lose eight pounds just for this bikini, I still was a little self-conscious of my plump bottom. But hey, it was looking kind of right lately, courtesy of the Stairmaster and yoga classes. As I approached the tiki bar, I noticed a long line. My throat felt like the Sahara Desert. So I stepped in line. Just then, I felt like someone was staring at me. You know that feeling like someone has a radar aimed at you? When I turned around, I saw no one. 
Then I took a sly peek in the mirror and checked the corner of the bar. And there he was, Mr. Superhero, staring at me while he took a sip of his beer. I heard Dee's voice in my head. Girl, play it cool. Don't let him see you get open. A streak of boldness shot through me. I decided to give him a sneak preview of what I had to offer. Pina colada, please. As the words left my mouth, I nonchalantly untied my sarong wrap, revealing my thick hips and legs. Then I pretended to adjust it and retie it. Here you go, miss. Thanks. I put my lips on the straw, closed my eyes, and sucked until I felt the cool, crushed ice soothe my throat. Why did you put it back on? I turned around and all I could think was, damn, damn, damn. It was him smiling down at me and flashing his straight white teeth. You have a beautiful figure. You should show it off. Oh, thanks. Well, I didn't mean to make you feel uncomfortable or anything. I just like to admire an attractive woman when I see one. I'm Desmond, but you, you can call me Des. I'm Storm. I took another sip of my drink and reached out to shake his hand. His grip was firm, like a man with a mind made up. Storm? Like from X-Men? What is that, a stage name or something? I knew you had to be a model or an actress. Oh no, Des, it's on my birth certificate. I'm actually a fashion designer. My parents were wannabe hippies, so I got stuck with this name. He stared at my lips and I got a little nervous. Storm. I love it. Excessive and mysterious. I tilted my head and looked at his lips. They would be so nice to kiss. I actually hated my name as a child because it was so strange, but it seems to be working for me nowadays. Yeah, everything seems to be working for you. He sipped his beer without taking his eyes off of me. Damn, I couldn't believe how flirtatious he was when just yesterday he barely knew I was alive. Maybe it was the alcohol giving him that liquid coverage. We grabbed the table by the bar and slipped into the shade. The Calypso band by the pool started to jam to an upbeat tune of red, red wine. Some lazy vacationers rose from their lounge chairs and eased onto the dance floor, gyrating in their bathing suits to the Caribbean sound. Desmond and I tapped our fingers to the beat of the steel drum rhythms. How come I didn't see you at the Caribbean party last night? Did you go? Oh no, I missed it. I heard it was good though. Where was it anyway? On the Atlantis deck, right outside the casino. Oh, over there? I was so exhausted last night after hiking in Ocho Rios. I just went to bed after the karaoke contest. You went on that tour? Damn, you must be in good shape. Didn't you people have to hike like a good six miles or something? Wasn't that much. It was really nice since we took a couple of breaks at the river and a cave. It was beautiful. I also think I got some great pictures. What did you and your friend do yesterday? Nah, that's not my friend. That's my little brother, Red. <laughs> Get out of here. That's your little brother? You guys don't look anything alike. I wanted to say his brother looked like a cornball and doesn't need to take him shopping, but I behaved. Yeah, he's my brother. Yesterday, we went jet skiing and parasailing by Speed Waves Bay. Parasailing? I've always wanted to do that. Oh, yeah? So you're the adventurous type, like me, huh? Well, I wouldn't say adventurous, but I like to try things out at least once. Is that so? 
I have to make a note of that and file that one. I don't know where your mind is. And you don't want to know. I'm going to go parasailing tomorrow when we hit Mexico. Maybe we can do it together. Definitely. I'm down. So where's your little brother anyhow? I was just asking myself the same question. Knowing Ray, he's probably macking some girl. He thinks it's a little Casanova. Oh, so it runs in the family, I see. Am I macking you? I don't have no game storm. No game. It's just me. I hope I don't come across that way. No, I'm, I'm just teasing. You seem all right for now. That's how most men are in the beginning anyhow. What's that supposed to mean? Well, don't tell me you like to generalize about most men like most women do. Des raised his fingers and made air quotes. Well, you know when you first meet someone, whether it be a man or a woman, they stay on their P's and Q's, very polite, sweet, mannerly, you know. They just usually don't show you their true colors until it's too late. Okay, Storm, I guess you're right. But that's why getting to know someone is so much fun. It's like a gamble. You gotta take the risk. Sometimes you become vulnerable, but you just gotta wish for the best. I watched him lick his lips. I rubbed my forearms because I could feel goosebumps forming on them. I don't know if it was his personality or what, but his sex appeal and charm were overwhelming. Evidently, you're a better gambler than me since I'm not very lucky in love. Well, maybe you've been meeting the wrong type of guys. A bunch of knuckleheads. Knuckleheads is putting it mildly. I looked at the band along with him and my mind reviewed all of the men who had broken my heart. Guilty, James, Robert, the list goes on. I wouldn't go into detail with Desmond about my past, but I'm sure he could tell I wasn't too happy with my love life. I've been lied to, cheated on, used for my money, and even stalked. If there was ever an asshole with a pretty face anywhere on the face of the earth, you can bet your bottom dollar I would find him. My girlfriends always told me, Storm, you need to get you an ugly man, girl. They'll treat you like a queen. You'll get whatever you want. Leave them pretty ones alone. You can't have no man that looks better than you. They ain't no good. You need a man that everybody won't be chasing after. Yeah, right. I'll also have to close my eyes when we're in the bedroom. I tried that crap once before. Never again. I'll always have a good looking brother on my arm or none at all. Thanks for tuning in to the At Second Glance limited series podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode coming up on Thursday. If you'd like to get the full story, go to ownyourpower.biz, click store and order your autographed copy by Simone Kelly. If you'd like to hear more podcasts like this, please show your support by purchasing a copy of At Second Glance or any other books by Simone Kelly. See you next week. Make your mind tonight, pulling your hair, baby. I feel you breathing on me, on you. You know that I'm a selfish lover. When it's mine, I want it. One track mine for it, for you. I don't think I can let you go. I don't think I can.
what you want. Tell me what you need, baby. Tell me about your dreams. Tell